Hello and welcome. Greetings from the Offensive Security Group here at SecureIT 360. Uh, today, we are continuing with our multi-part series, talking about different types of penetration testing and kind of what makes them unique and a little bit of a deep dive into each one. And so today you have myself, Brad, but we have a, I'm not going to call it a special guest because you've been with us before. You've actually been on the team for well over a year. So what do you do and who are you? Hi guys, so my name is Jordan Natter. I am one of the mobile penetration testers at SecureID360. Some of you might know me from external pen tests. Well, welcome back. I am here, guys. And I'm here to talk to you about the mobile penetration test process, as well as why you need it, who needs it, and what to expect. Solid, solid. So we've been doing mobile penetration testing for years, right? And so we've recently revamped the process. You've introduced new tooling. You've introduced new workflows. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about what a mobile pen test is, why it's unique, and maybe what methodology you're using. Yeah, no problem. So I want to go ahead and start off with the fact that we use OWASP's mobile app testing guide. That is what we do for our methodology. Uh, another interesting thing is that for the uh, mobile penetration tests, mobile in, them, in themselves are different than most other environments, especially for the fact that you have to worry about whether or not your application is going to be able to stay secure if the phone that it's on is compromised, whether an application next to it is compromised, and whether or not your app itself might be the problem of why it's compromised. It's a full 360 ecosystem that you have to watch out for. Everything's trying to bite you and you have to worry about whether or not you can handle it. No, it's a really good analogy though, because, you know, in, in most pen testing environments, for lack of a better word, you don't have to worry about that. Right. So like if I'm testing a web app, I'm not worried about the database attacking the web app. Right. Or I'm not worried about the server attacking the web app. So, you know, I'm worried about the web app attacking the server, but, you know, not this kind of bi-directional security issue, which I think is interesting and unique to the mobile world, you know. And so, you know, not only that, but you kind of got to worry about it from multiple platforms because you have, you have, you know, Apple iPhones and you, you have Android too. So you kind of have that double hit. Um, so, so give me an example of like a common vulnerability or what you might worry about with regards to data leakage or, you know, some kind of vulnerability you see in mobile pen testing. So a big vulnerability we tend to see is like incorrect set permissions. Yeah. So if you, if an application has access to the clipboard or they're saving information wrong, for example, maybe your username and password for that application. Now, what if another application also uses the clipboard and sees the un or sees the saved files for that username and password that they weren't supposed to have access to. Now yeah. that other application can access your app application. Yeah. Probably, probably not ideal, right? <laughs> Definitely not. No, <laughs> no one wants to give away their banking information on accident. Right. Um, okay. So I know from our conversations prior to the beginning of, of this podcast, that there are three kind of broad categories of testing that you do based on the OWASP methodology. So kind of walk us through those three and what each one means and how it works and all that good stuff. Yeah, no problem. So we tend to follow the OWASP methodology like you pointed out. So we use three steps that are, consist of static analysis, dynamic analysis, as well as the manual testing. Mm -hmm. So for the static analysis, we're going to look at the code in its static form. That way we can see if there's any permissions or interesting strings that weren't supposed to be there, maybe hard-coded passwords. Sure. Another sure. interesting thing is that if you find maybe a Firebase URL 
we're going to see that in the static code. And then when we run it in the dynamic process is when we're going to notice how your application is using that. Okay, cool. So you kind of get a layout of the app. Uh, You know, I would imagine you're also looking for like third party libraries and stuff like that that might be out of date. So that stuff's pretty easy to find in the static world, but how it's used in the dynamic world is really where you kind of start to learn where the, how the vulnerability is formed and maybe how to write an exploit, right? Definitely. And with the dynamic process, what we're looking for is all of those things when the application is running. So during that process, it's the application is going to be running. We're going to try to find out like any um, hardcore any information that I might give away that it's not supposed to sure, sure. as well as we're going to use various tools to look for that stuff. Cool. So you take all that and then what do you do with it? So we dive into the manual testing part, which is where we validate any true positives and eliminate any false positives. That's what the big edge point is on a mobile penetration test over a mobile assessment. When you do a mobile assessment, you're maybe using one or two tools for static and dynamic analysis. And then you have a huge report generated with tons and tons of false positives. In this case, I'll sit there or one of the other mobile penetration testers with us will sit there and validate those findings and hopefully whittle down that report a big chunk. Yeah. And and that's really kind of, I think, the big added benefit that a lot of people miss when we start talking about manual vetting and validation is, you know, these static tools, even some dynamic tools will spit out a lot of false positives, you know, and that's really uh, one of the big value adds that comes along with this is we whittle all that stuff down and then create proof of concept exploits or attacks. And, you know, that process combined with helping you get through everything is really where the value's at. So question about the moving parts of a mobile penetra or not a mobile pen test, but a mobile app itself. Right. So uh, I imagine that you have to treat the Android and the Apple apps as their own entities because they're separate and separate architectures. What about the API? We also have to keep that separate, especially when it comes to scoping, for example. The amount of endpoints that an API has is going to dictate how long that penetration test needs to be. And it's both the mobile application and the API are two different frameworks. Yeah. Like they work as two separate entities, even though they work together sometimes. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and we, we usually quote those separate costs. The cost varies. Um, the important thing to note, though, is that we can do it all together we can just throw another pen tester onto the project and do API in parallel with, with binaries for mobile, but they are separate things. And even if we do um, do it all together as a single project, the, the, the breakdown is different, right? So be kind of be prepared for that. If you're looking to get into the mobile pen testing game uh, is that there are a lot of moving parts here, right? Definitely. So, uh, okay. So I kind of understand how mobile pen testing works, right? Been doing this for a little while, but Mm -hmm. Um, who who needs a mobile pen test and, and why is it important? In my opinion, I think everyone needs it, especially from the fact that you look at it, whether it's an internal application or it's for external uh, uses, no matter where it is, you still have to worry about the security of it and how the security of the environment around it is going to affect it. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so, you know, the kind of the big um, elephant in the room, if you will, right, is, is these mobile apps are kind of, the the endpoint receiving data and at the end of the day that's that's the goal of a mobile app right is to deliver data in a, in a way that makes sense so if you're in the healthcare industry i'm delivering patient care data if i'm in the legal industry i'm delivering document data you know if i'm in the banking industry i'm delivering financial data right so so it's pretty straightforward um but 
I care about that data. And so where that app lives matters to me and how secure it is because ultimately the data is only going to be as secure as the app is, right? Definitely. And you also run into the fact that if you're wanting to publish this application for users, Oh yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. 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 So you'll run into the fact that maybe the app store has its own security regulations that you have to meet. So that's why you also need a penetration test and you want to know like you're not going to be the problem for why a user's phone is compromised. Sure. Sure. And you know, one of the other things that comes to mind when we're talking about this is I, I worry when I'm, you know, kind of putting myself in the client's shoes, right? I'm, I'm hiring a third party to write these things because in most cases you don't have a couple of mobile developers in your pocket, right? That you can just have writing this stuff for you. And, and usually a mobile development project is a short-term affair relative to other, you know, development projects. So, you know, you just go out and grab a third party and you say, Hey, I need you to build this mobile app. And you have no idea what's inside that thing, right? You have no idea how secure it is. So, you know, part of the value I think in getting this done, especially for third party developers is that you get some insight in how secure what it is they're making is right. I agree. And you go ahead and find out what all of the possible vulnerabilities are for that application. You also can help the developer for the next time they code an application is how they can do better. That way they're not running into the same vulnerabilities they had with this one for their next one. And that would be a good benefit for you if you do happen to have internal mobile developers or if you're a mobile development shop is, you know, we provide a ton of value during the mobile penetration test in training them how not to do it again, you know, or, or how to improve on coding practices. Uh, so, you know, again, another kind of side benefit to doing that process. So, we covered all that stuff. Is there anything else that I need to be thinking about? Like how often, like annually, twice a year, what do you suggest I get my mobile pen test cycle doing? I suggest for every new version that you're going to release. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> Perfect. No, of course. Okay. So you've got me convinced, right? I need a mobile penetration test. I have no idea what to expect. So help me understand kind of what I should expect to um, experience throughout the process. Of course. And you can always during the process, contact me or one of the other penetration testers, and we can walk you through the entire process. That way you're not blind. So, um, at the beginning of the, uh, engagement, I'm going to ask you to send me either the APK file or the IPA file. Yes. Like the beer guys, um, (laughs) it needs to end with those extensions. That way I can run it for the various tools we're going to use. Sure. Um, it's just, yeah. So question on that, then you, you, you get those files. I give you those files. Uh, what if I don't have those? Are you like, again, you know, a lot of people do third party development. So, and I don't know how to ask for that from those third party developers. Can I just link you to the third party that wrote the app and you guys sort that thing out? Definitely. That would be preferred. That way we're okay. not playing like uh, the phone game and we're not sure who's saying what and what's happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can link me up uh, personally with the developer and I can walk through the entire process with them. And then that way, when I find any vulnerabilities, I can discuss how they need to fix those. Yeah. And so folks, that's kind of a big, you know, selling point slash benefit. I don't know how to describe that. That comes along with doing mobile pen testing, right? And, and really with almost any kind of pen testing that we do at Secure IT 360 is that, um, we're going to walk you through the whole process, right? 
nobody's nobody's going to give you a hard time if you don't know where to go find the the uh, IPA right gas station or third party developer. And so, uh, you know, we'll help step you through that process. And if you don't want to be involved in that process, that's fine, right? Jordan will take everything that she needs to the developers and work directly with them throughout the entire process. And so you don't have to be the middleman involved in that. So, okay. Um, what about the reporting process, right? So how does that work? You know, does it work like the rest of our pen tests do where reporting is a team sport, which is kind of like that coin phrase that we like to use? Definitely. That's what our company prides itself on is that the, no matter what, if you have a finding and you're not really sure about it and whether or not it applies to you, you can discuss it with me and I can decide whether or not we need to change that and lessen the severity of it. For example, if maybe your application has camera permissions and it's a phone taking app, you definitely want to keep those permissions. But if you're maybe a banking application, you probably shouldn't have it unless it's for like check deposits. Right. So, so context is important and that's kind of what you provide as part of the reporting process. But, you know, to, to Jordan's point, you know, a big thing that we like to do um, is, is step through that and make sure that you fully understand all the findings, agree to the findings, right? Because a lot of times folks will say, well, I don't think that should be a thing. Uh, and, and if they have a valid reason, such as a mitigating factor, like you described, you know, my banking apps using my, my mic, why is that, right? I don't know, maybe you're doing voice off, who knows? But, you know, part of that is stepping through that process with the client. And then, you know, what happens if you discover a whole bunch of scary stuff in my app? I want to fix it. So, you know, can I fix it and you check it again? How does that work? Absolutely. So our company gives you a 30-day period, give or take, on whether or not uh, you get a uh, retest for free. So, for example, if you're given the report and then within those 30 days you fix a majority of the uh, vulnerabilities on that report, we will go ahead and give you a retest for free. And on that report, we're not going to just make the findings disappear. We will mark them as an informational finding and then write in big letters mitigated on the top. That way it is understood to anyone who views the report that this is what the original findings were and then this is what you have fixed. Solid. Yeah. So integrity and reporting, folks, you know, we have to leave those on there. We can't pretend they didn't happen, but we can mark them as mitigated. And, you know, that at least gives you, you know, that kind of satisfaction that those things have been closed out. Um, one of the interesting aspects to mobile that we kind of talked about, right, is my app is running on people's phones. So they probably care, should care about the security of that app. Uh, is there any kind of, you know, public facing document that we can provide to go with the mobile pen test report? Because I don't want to give the report to the public. So what do we do about that? Yeah, that would be bad. So we're going to give you an station. Yeah, It's going to list uh, that you had it first, it's going to tell you that a pen test happened. Mm-hmm. It's going to also mention what version that application was for the pen test, as well as it's going to list the findings. And depending on whether or not you want the severities listed, we will also add that. Cool. So, um, good, good. That makes perfect sense. So let's talk about kind of the structure of, we mentioned that, that the API is separate from the two different apps and all that good stuff. So, um, what do I need to look for? If I want to go get a mobile pen test, right, and they don't come to us, and that's cool, as long as they're getting the work done, uh, how do I know it's a good pen test? How do I know that I'm getting the right stuff? Yeah, no problem. So I would 
definitely start with the question of what methodology they're using. If they can't tell you, that is not a very good pen test, let alone it might not even be a pen test. Right. You also want to ask, like, perhaps how many tools are they using, what tools they're using. If they tend to be closed off about what tools they're using, it probably means they have something to hide, which isn't really a good sign. You yeah. also want to ask, like, what the cost is. If the cost is extremely low compared to other companies, then you're probably getting a mobile assessment. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, folks, you know, talking about that, that's a common thing that we, a common question, I guess, that we get is, well, I got a quote from this other company over here for 500 bucks for a mobile pen test. And you're telling me it's going to cost X number of dollars. Why are they so much cheaper? You know, and the answer is almost uniformly, it's cheaper because you're not getting a real pen test, right? They're probably throwing that thing in a code scanner or, you know, uh, doing some type of analysis, but there's not an experienced quality pen tester sitting behind a stack of tooling manually going through and vetting all this stuff, right? Absolutely. Especially when the cost is such a vast difference between yeah. the two, you gotta know there's something fishy going on. There's so no it's almost like you get what you pay for. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Great way to look at it. Awesome. So all good stuff. All good stuff. Um you know, one of the big things, folks, is that, you know, didn't you also put out a blog, right? So a blog post on the same subject that comes out today. Definitely. So you can check that out on our offsec.blog website. And my contact information is in that. So definitely, if you guys have any questions, any concerns, or if you want to reach out for a mobile penetration test, just hit me up on that. Awesome. That's all we have for you folks today. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the content, as always, please subscribe, like all of the whatever things that you can do. Uh, but most importantly, share this you know, with your colleagues and help us get the word out. So have a great time and we will see you on the next one.